Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Real Talk NYC Real Estate with John and Jonathan. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. What Jonathan and I decided to do, we decided to pick the topic of a topic called FISBOs, for sale by owners. The questions that we wanted to talk about today, can you sell a property in New York City without an agent or a broker? What are some of the downfalls of selling by owner in New York City? Why do most New York City buyers opt to be represented by a real estate agent? What does a buyer's agent do when you're working with a FISBO? What is a seller's agent if you need to show the property that's represented just by an owner? And for a sale by owner fees, I think you should go first in this. I will preface my answers to all of these questions by saying, yes, realistically, can you sell your apartment in New York City without a broker? Yeah, sure, you can. Do I think it's the smartest choice? No, obviously we're a bit biased because we're real estate agents and our that's how we make our money is by selling apartments and by representing buyers to buy apartments. I would say, and I, and I think it comes through in our podcast and the information that we've relayed to people, I hope it comes through that it's a very complicated process so have I seen it be successful? Uh, I'm sure it's happened. I've seen it in re- all the apartments that we research and such uh, when we're trying to come up with a valuation on another property. Yes, I would say it is extremely rare um, to see it happen. I would say most of the time when we see an apartment trade, it's not really a for sale by owner, but it is for sale without an agent, which is where a neighbor buys their neighbor's apartment. And we've gotten involved a few times for a couple main reasons. One is just helping the seller come up with a, a a right reasonable price for their apartment. And two is to sort of separate them from and take the you know, it's, it gets tricky when you're working directly from a buyer with a seller. So there, there's all sorts of reasons why not. And that's what we're going to get into here. Uh, I am a firm believer, not just because I'm biased, but it's because I know and you know everything that we do that goes into selling a piece of real estate in the city. I would say it's not smart. It normally will not serve the seller well. And you open yourself up to all the different pitfalls that come along with the sales process in the meantime. So I would say, yes, absolutely, you can. Is it the wisest choice? No. I agree. And I would like to just jump in and say that, yeah, technically, like you said, an owner can sell their home, their apartment on their own. Does it serve them well? Absolutely not, in my opinion, because, but we as brokers have so far, far reaching data. So many times I think sellers misprice their properties. You're not guaranteed of getting the best market price, bottom line, because you're not opening it up to the brokerage community, especially if you're not paying any commission, thinking that you're going to save on a commission. The only time that I've really seen FISBOs for sale by owners is in a very, very strong seller's market where a seller believes that the market is so strong that I don't need Mr. or Miss Broker. So I can just sell it on my own and get a good market price, et cetera, et cetera. Or as you're saying, they sell to the neighbor next door and it's done without the assistance of a real estate broker. So you mentioned the first big downfall, which is the the pricing of the apartment or the the challenge is pricing the apartment. And the way that I'll always talk about it with with potential sellers is, as you will, is 
you know, these departments, every trade that's happened, there's a, there's a story to be told. Um, it's not as simple as going on, you know, street easy and saying, oh, well, this one traded for that. Like, there's reasons behind it. And, and there's also the, we always talk about sellers, their apartment or their property, who would pay the most for their apartment or their piece of property? Themselves, you know, they're emotionally connected to it. They have probably good memories associated with their home. So that their, their vision of value is tainted from the get-go. And it's very hard for a seller to to disconnect from that. We work through that all the time with prospective sellers. We're doing it right now with some sellers. Yes, you bring up a very good point. The emotion in the sale and what the broker does is he or she removes the emotion from the transaction. So it's it's really, really, really not in the seller's best interest to be interfacing with the buyer community directly. And then when it comes to brokers, they shoot themselves in the foot because if you're not offering a commission, nobody's going to want to show your apartment. And even if they are giving a buyer's broker's fee commission, there's a, there's this disconnect between the seller and it, in terms of their, their knowledge base to even be able to negotiate well with them. So you almost have to pick up both hats. So much like if a buyer comes in without representation, we'll have to pick up that baton and kind of, you know, give them the reasons why an apartment is priced where it is. And hopefully they'll take our guidance on us on it and they'll they'll come to a semblance of uh, of understanding and such. But there's always a challenge there with a direct purchaser that comes into one of our listings. And you have that same dynamic with a seller that's not being represented by a knowledgeable broker where you're having to convince them why you why your argument or why your valuation of their apartment is what it is. And they obviously are starting from a place meant most of the time uh, of an unrealistic expectation. And that's why you see brokers really focusing on for sale by owners to try to get them as listings is to talk them through what it, why, why they're missing the mark. Definitely. And I think one of the misconceptions of the sellers who want to sell their apartments by themselves is that they downplay the importance of the real estate agent, a good real estate agent. They think, oh, you know what? All they're going to do is open doors and they're going to put some pictures up in a floor plan and it's going to sell. That is so far off the mark. We have had apartments on the market for over a year that we are really, really, really working at expanding the markets, uh, social media, video content, opening, doing every which way possible to get these homes sold. So it may be, well, you know, in a hot market where the, the apartments are really, really selling really, really quickly. And the seller says, eh, I don't really mean that they, and they can sell it. Well, that's great. Is that the highest price? Not necessarily. The, the seller automatically thinks, oh, it's just about, you know, getting the, getting the bid. I'll get the bid. No, it's not. They got to get them through the board. And that's where they shoot themselves in the foot because they go after the money. They don't know how to qualify the buyer. The FISBO really underestimates the importance of the real estate agent. You know, I've brought up and equated our position as a little bit of an insurance policy. You know, we're insurance against the pitfalls that can happen. And nobody knows what's going to happen in a transaction 
until you get into it. And it, and it can happen in the middle of a transaction after you're in contract and you submit a board application Definitely. or a uh, pitfall with the financing or et cetera. So to have that experienced qualified agent that's been through a number of things and a number of instances to guard you against is, is invaluable. And I listen, I'm proud to be a part of uh, and in an industry where I can really feel comfortable justifying my fee. I can really feel that I bring a value, we bring a value to the table that is, is justifiable. I guess the short, the, the short thing is, can you do it? Sure. Uh, is it in your best interest? Probably not. Unless you're a, a retired real estate agent and you have all the skill sets to go through it. You've been through it many, many times, et cetera, et cetera. And the third reason. We're only on number three. It is not easy to sell an apartment. Sure. You're in a, you're in a hot market and you have a seller, you have, you're in a seller's market and the, the apartments are moving really fast. You have so many 10 buyers and they're selling really quickly. That's great. That's not the markets all the time. So there is one thing in between being a FISBO and, uh, and hiring a full-fledged agent, which there, there are some discount brokerage firms out there that from what I've seen, what they offer is pictures, a floor plan. You know, they have the resources to, to connect you with that. Although I think you pay for it separately or something. And then the seller actually has to do the showings, which really alienates the buyers, as you mentioned, and makes them feel, you know, they're only going to say good things, which, you know, one of our biggest jobs is to not only come up with an initial pricing, but also to educate our sellers as we go so that they know, okay, well, ultimately, is that price going to do it? Or do we need to readjust? What are people saying about the apartment. That is always an ongoing education thing for us to keep to keep our sellers aware of what's going on. Well, if you have the seller showing the property, all they're going to do is talk about how great the apartment is, the buyers that is, when they walk into the apartment. You're not going to get negative feedback. So it's a real big negative for the seller to be doing the showings. And I think in, in every case I can think of, that's a part of that mix, which I think is a, is a huge disservice. One saying comes to, comes to mind when we're talking about this sort of to kind of wrap it up is penny wise and pound foolish. I do think that's a, a very fitting term for somebody that thinks that they're going to go out there and be able to sell their home without the assistance of a, of a licensed professional. The only last thing that I'd like to address is, have we ever dealt with a FISBO? And the answer to that is, I don't believe we have. Uh, we've inquired to FISBOs, and in my 22 years, maybe five in my career that I've inquired about, and maybe three apartments that I've actually brought a buyer to after clarifying what the commission structure would be for me. If a FISBO is not going to pay a commission to a buyer's agent, I'm certainly not going to, I don't work for free. Nobody works for free. So right away, they're shooting themselves in the foot. I've wished them well. I said, well, my buyer, you know, I'll give it back to the buyer and see if they'd like to see the apartment without having, you know, with, with paying me, but it's too complicated for the buyer. They're like, yeah, let's go to a different apartment. We have worked with discount brokers. You know, the, the long and short of it is you need to do your research you need to find uh, the right fit. You need to find somebody that you can trust. 
to represent you and to guard you against those pitfalls and walk you through the whole process. And so the bottom line as we wrap this podcast up is we would strongly advise anybody considering selling their apartment in New York City not to sell it on their own. Call us and we'll talk you through the pitfalls. We're here to help you. Well, but I think we can't, I think we covered it all. If anybody has any questions, of course, you know where to find us. Gazdaskaconlanteam.com, Instagram, Facebook. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. And remain in gratitude. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching or listening to the Gazdaska Conlin Team podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, gazdaskaconlanteam.com. Or you can find us on all social media with the handle at Gestaska Team. If this show was helpful, entertaining, or informative, consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.